Today on the Foscast, we are talking to recently retired footballer Henry Lansbury and his super interesting life after football, which requires him to still be out on the grass, but definitely nothing to do with sports. Coming up through the ranks at Arsenal with the likes of Jack Wilshire and Cesc Fabregas getting diagnosed with testicular cancer and getting promoted for the fourth time in his career with Luton Town last season of the Foscast. <laughs> Henry, welcome to the Foscast, mate. Big question from me. Anybody that recently retires, I'd love to know the answer to this, okay? I know you're only 32 years old. A lot of people still say, surely you can keep going for a few years longer. When you make that decision to retire, I know it's through injury, and we're going to talk about what the injury was in a minute. What was the, what was the main feeling? When, when or how did you know that this was the right thing to do? Thank you for having me, first of all. Absolute but the pleasure. It was, you know, summertime, you know, you think, oh, I've got to go for a run. I was like, I'm not going for a run. It was beautiful. <laughs> the relief, the relaxation off your shoulders to try to keep fit in the summer. I was like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not going back. That's me done. <laughs> that, that, I, think, I don't think people understand this. So like, when the season finishes, yeah, normally you get six weeks off, don't we? We'll get six weeks off, go on holiday, do what you want to do. Um, but very quickly, after about a week or two, the kind of nerves start hitting you a little bit, thinking, oh, I've only got a month left. I've only got four, four weeks left, three weeks left. And you're thinking, I'm going to have to start running here. Well, that's the thing. They text you, don't they? Like, so your fitness coach texts you, like, have you done anything? A little program. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fucking, I'm delete myself out of all the groups. <laughs> Did you? Really? Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing it. I can't do it to myself. I'm happy now. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I was just like, bosh, that's me done. Did you know, though, at the end of, obviously you picked up in the injury, was it around Christmas time? Yeah, it was before the World Cup. So I tore my quad off the bone. Oh. oh. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. And um, obviously I had surgery to put it back on. But where he's gone through like all the nerves to reattach it, I've got no feeling in my leg. So it's like, is that going to come back? He said eventually, but I was like, I'm not going to drag my drag my leg around a pitch. Can yeah. you imagine that? Like, I can just about move as it is now. So everyone's like, carry on, still got more in your legs. I was like, mate, I don't move out the centre circle now. Really? Yeah. I'm chasing the ref, if anything. What? Do you, how do you do that injury? Is that in a game? Yeah, literally. I hit a diag. I felt it rip. I thought, fucking hell. Two seconds later, ball come to me. I passed it five yards, and poof, an explosion like in my leg, like I've been shot in my leg. And mate, it, it was the worst pain I've ever felt. Is there any like reasoning behind that or anything? Is there like was there was there an excessive overload in the build up to it? Is there like a super hard pitch or something? Do you oh, know I, mean? I don't know. Well, we did like playing a long ball at Luton, didn't we? So <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> might have been overuse it in diets. <laughs> but no, just wear and tear, I think. And uh, I think it was time in her body. Your body tells you, yeah. doesn't it? Aches and pains. Trying to put your socks in in the morning. I was like, I can't even bend. Really? 
sit in a chair for too long, trying to get out of Stiff here. Stiff back Can't get out of that. <laughs> when, when, when was the decision made? Of, in, I'm, I'm not doing it. Uh, in my head, probably when I had the surgery and no, there was no feeling coming back and it was weird, like, come back to training. And I could train all right, but I was like, going in for a massage and it was, weren't feeling it. No, that's weird, that is, isn't it? And I was like, just touching my leg. He's like, keep rubbing it. I'm like, I can't feel it. Like, tingling sensations and I'm like, nah, it's, it's not all right. You can't. I mean, I could have dragged it out. Yeah. But it wouldn't have been fair, like, obviously to the people that are paying me for not giving me, I'm not, for myself, not giving them 100%. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when you were, when you were on the training pitch then, at that point, did you, you got back to training, you got back everything, like, you felt like, okay. But do you, do you feel like you're off the pace a bit? Do you feel like you're not quite the same? Yeah, 100%. Like, trying to... I can read the game well. My mind's there. Yeah. But my body's not moving. It's not moving and not catching and up. And I'm like, can these kids are so quick these days. <laughs> these <laughs> like, little shits. Like, yeah. Literally, I'm just like, I'm going to smash them. I'm going to smash them. <laughs> <laughs> I just running around smashing people. And I was like, I know where you're going, but I can't get there. And it was just like, you know, time's time, isn't it? It's like, that do me. Hands up. Thanks for the career. Thanks for everyone. And... Just called it a day that way. And like you said, it was a re- it was a kind of I don't know you felt it, didn't you, Benny? Recently, yeah. when you said it was like a just a, a load off your shoulders. Yeah. Where oh, it's lovely, isn't it? That feeling of like say for for me, like a, for a massive part of it for me was the drive. Like depends, people again, people don't realise that once you get a little bit older, you get roots, don't you, to where you're going to be living, you get yeah. family, all that kind of stuff. And depending on where that football club is, you could be in the car for, like I've heard stories about lads being in the car for like four hours. I've heard, yeah. I've heard stories of lads living in Manchester, driving down to London, deepest parts mm. of London, every single day. I'm back every day. Do you know what I mean? Eight, nine hours in the car. Yeah, well, I did a bit of that at Villa when I weren't playing. I was injured and I was like, oh, I'm going up and down. Yeah, I've, I've got to do it. Then obviously I bought a place up there, tried to stay up there now and again, but... <laughs> When you're not playing, you know, it's like get injured. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going back home. My happy place back home. That's and it, yeah. Left the kids and that down south. And M1 was my best mate and yeah. I used to hate oh, it. M1's horrible, oh. mate. But the only tweet fair, I went on it yesterday for the first time in a while. I was actually happy because I was going to look at mowers. <laughs> <laughs> which, which leads us <laughs> nicely on. So this was um, a, a story, right? So obviously when you had your uh, announcement that you've retired, a lot of uh, the kind of red tops led with story about um the grass isn't always green the grass, the grass, grass is greener. greener yeah the yeah. grass is greener so, so the first time i heard about this was i think we, we know um john crownshaw do you know john crownshaw so um like an agent agent guy and he said to me last year he's talking to us i think we had a beer with him didn't he, yeah. he said henry lansbury's um obsessed with lawns like lawns and mowing and maintenance and growth and i said okay that's interesting it's really interesting because it's a little bit quirky i guess for a footballer isn't it yeah and um and funnily enough, that week he told us about it. I was had the TV on, and you were playing for Luton, and you scored that rocket, absolute rocket, yeah. And I noticed then you went off and did a lawnmower impression yeah. um, celebration. celebration. <laughs> I don't think anyone knew what it was about, and I text John straight away saying, "Imagine that! Like that was that was madness." And where did it come from? The obsession with lawns. It was during like the first lockdown. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, had my, I had my mother-in-law with me and she wasn't very well so they was like look don't come in uh, stay at home because yeah. obviously obviously passing all about and that and um, I was at home and I had a gardener come round and it weren't my usual gardener and he cut the grass and he left it a bit long and I was like nah mate I said can you go over that again and get it a bit shorter and he looked at me weird he's like yeah no worries he got in his van and he just fucked off so I was like nah so I rang my mate up whose company it was I was like mate 
you lot ain't coming back in here. Yeah. Right, it's done. I'm not having that. So I called me up, mate. I was a groundsman. I said, got, got lawnmower? He's like, what the fuck do you want a lawnmower for? I said, I'm going to cut grass, mate. He's left it long. Ever since, mate, laid the first stripe, I was like, oh my God, this, this is, this nice, is nice. I'm out of the house. I'm just like that. Got me eye, fucking headphones in. Peace and quiet. Oh, mate. I was out there for about an hour and a half doing the edges. And Mrs. was like, what are you doing? I was like, cutting the grass. Should try it. So I got the mower out first. She's like, "Yeah, I can't see it." Let <laughs> <laughs> it back in. I was like, "I'll do it. Don't worry." So tell me, tell me, your garden at home, your lawn is just beautiful, right? It has to be. Yeah, yeah. It's um, well, it wasn't before. I had like mole hills and all that. Fun enough, they're back now. But I've relayed it all. Yeah. Top dressed it all. Got about twenty five tons of topsoil. Turned it all over. Flat as a pancake. Reseeded it from the start. Mate, it's. To be fair, it's up there now. Did you get into it? Sorry, man. Did you get into it in terms of like, obviously, like researching YouTube books and how far into it did you get? I'm a YouTuber now, so literally, I watch a few of them on YouTube and I like, I fall asleep to it because I leave it on. It's kind of like they're talking, like Americans. I love the Americans. Yeah. They're full on. And um, they just suck me in, mate. They've land stripes, got all these mowers. And I'm like, I'm going to get a mower like that. And then ever since that, I've just been sucked in watching, watching, and just doing it myself. Yeah, I, I, I watch a few of these videos, you know. I, <laughs> it, it must, I must be like these kind of, you know, the time lapse ones that they yeah, do. So mate. whether it's the big American like sit on mowers where they do, I've seen guys doing like zigzag shapes yeah. on the grass and stuff like that, or if it's like the time lapse of them completely relaying it. Oh, so mate. where they comp they get the big machines in and they're kind of taking the top level off and all that, and then reseeding it, and mm. then it's like they even take set up the time lapse of like the grass growing over yeah, like the weeks mate. and months and all that kind it's of stuff. Crazy, some it's of the stuff. So they do. satisfying though, isn't it? But there is a guy on there as well. He does like Fremo Fridays. Yeah. So he goes and knocks and Fremo Fridays. He's Have you seen this? Yeah. yeah. He goes and cleans up the worst. Wait, I'm so tempted to just go and knock on people's doors. Hundred percent. You need to do that, mate. We can sort that out for you. We can do the filming and all that kind of stuff. You just set up a time lapse camera and all that kind of stuff. This guy must make so much money. The thing is, everything everything gets paid for off the ads and that night he does as well. Yeah. But he gets millions of views. Absolutely millions of views. You just need to go. You need to go around like a bit of a rough area kind of thing look for the worst overgrown bad boy sort of thing and then just go and absolutely obliterate well the it. funny thing is I've got this I've got this brought this van so two Polish geezers dropped it off to me give them a bit of cash for it and they uh, drove off so I was like wicked got my van got it all wrapped up in my stuff and uh, put the stuff in it <laughs> went open one of the side doors wouldn't open so I was like why is this not opening Pulled it, <laughs> handle's falling off oh, no. went to lock it central locking don't work <laughs> Hey, did it actually like, drive? Did it, it, move? it drove, but you know, like you're shaking. I'm in a big van like this. How much was about 100 quid? Wait, literally a bit more than that. I think it sucked me in. But it looked so good on the pictures. I was like, I'll have that. And then wrapped it all up, put all my tools in the back, and I go around and do people's gardens. Hey, you need, I, this is a genuine thing then, all right? You need to start doing this, all right? Because oh, we'll you it. need to be the UK version of Free Mo Fridays. Fridays. Well, I'm Free Mo every day at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what's the company called? My company's called Grass Gains. So, as the story started, Back to the misses again. It was obviously, you know, all the keep a football pitch, you have to spray it for weeds and all that. So I was getting to know all the stuff and I was like, and then my mate was spraying it for me. He was like, right, kids can't go on it for a bit. Dog can't go on it. So I was like, oh, what's, what's in it? He was like, oh, it's toxic, but it's brilliant stuff. Yeah. Like, no weeds in that in the garden. So Mrs. Bats went out. I was like, whoa, 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 can't go on it for eight hours. She's like, what? So it's been sprayed. She's like, why haven't you got no non-toxic stuff? Make it organic. Yeah. I was, Good like, chat, I was like, bing, can we make organic fertiliser? He was like, and I said, have you got any organic fertiliser? He was like, nah, nothing on the market that's decent. I was like, 
can we make one? And he's like, you're having me on it, yeah? I said, no, no, let's go for it. Made a decent one, tried it, trialled it on mine all the yeah. time. Mate, it just pops. It's like rocket fuel, the organic for the soil and the grass and then getting to know the details of it all. This Father's Day, give dad the gift that guarantees him a great morning every day. That's Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's Best Pair You'll Ever Wear or its free guarantee. Get 30% off gifts for dad on select Father's Day styles at TommyJohn.com. Save 30% at TommyJohn.com. See site for details. Welcome back to Collector's Closet, presented by the Ohio Lottery. Let's discuss my newest prize possession, this new $10 scratch-off, the $500,000 Platinum Jackpot. The best method I've found so far to help it hold its value is to vacuum seal it. This thing cannot get scratched. What's that? Sorry, my producer's telling me the only way it could be worth up to 500 grand is if I do scratch it? Okay, well, in that case, definitely don't overprotect your $500,000 Platinum Jackpot scratch-offs. Play them. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. It's just taken off, so we're moving in the right direction. Trade shows, just loving going around and talking to people about grass. Like, they're like, oh, nice to play football. <laughs> but the worst thing yesterday, I was at one yesterday, all the groundsmen are coming over. How are you, mate? Like, loving it. I'm like, yeah, how are you? Like, as in my what are you using? Like, tines and all that. <laughs> and they're like, like, why have you got into grass? I'm like, I love it. I love it. I've got the addition. Now, like, Lester invited me up to go, because you know how good yeah, Lester's is. Isn't it? I was like, oh, I'm going to have to come up and new training grounds and just show me around have a little yeah. look and all that kind of stuff he's like we've got 48 mows and you can have a look at I'm like ooh it's so weird but I love it everyone laughs at me but I laugh and then they call me up can you come do my garden well there you go do you know yeah what I mean? there you go yeah. are you doing a bit of work I read online are you doing a bit of work with Fulham Genk Arsenal? yeah so they're taking the fertiliser um, so obviously the boys connections that I work with obviously have links in the clubs and that and Clubs are trialing it, and down at Hale End now, he's Nick down there. He's brilliant. He's uh, he's hilarious, and he's like, "Come down, come down, mow with me." I'm like, "No, I can't mow, but you can buy some fertilizer if you want." Yeah, and he's, he's well. taking the fertilizer. Fulham are taking it. Pictures look amazing. Yeah, but it's obviously not just the fertilizer; it's the guys that are on it in 24/7, isn't they? Taking care of it. Yeah. Well, to be yeah. fair, the Watford, um, the Watford groundsman, mate, that pitch. He mm. just got that ting as groundsman of the year a couple of years in a row. That place was an absolute joke, honestly. Well, I spoke to him. When did I speak to him yesterday? Scott we, Tingley, by the way. Yeah. Shout out, Scott. He's um, taken one of our germinators. Yeah. So we made this like machine. It's like put seed in it, stab it in the ground, and your seed germinates. Yeah. It's a bit like the Germinator. <laughs> so we call it the Germinator. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so we're having a laugh of it, but it's hey, they're flying. We just um, got an order off Real Madrid for twelve of them. Shut up. So Serious. I'm like, I'm like. Hand delivery to Madrid for a couple of days. Right as well. So it's going in the right direction. But it's just, it started off as a laugh. But (laughs) serious now. Is is it true you had a patch of your own at at Luton? Yeah, the facilities ain't the best. And there's only a few groundsmen. Shout out to them, like they'd work hard. But um, I took over this patch out the front of the changing room. And, uh, Current player. What, whilst you, you were still, you were still playing. playing. Yeah, yeah, I'll t- take my van, like I said, got my van wrapped up, rolling early. What are the boys saying to this, by the way, when yeah, you're bowling up in this van? What the fuck are you doing? Like, the funniest thing, I went in early one, one morning, so I've got my hood up, got my work stuff on, and I'm, and I'm mowing. <laughs> Gra- Groundsman's come over. He didn't notice me. He's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I was like, oh, kept me doing. So I'm just going to show you my work, so I want, I want a job on the ground and that. <laughs> He's like, no, he can't mow here. Yeah. I like, pulled me about. I was like, Wee. He's like, fucking, what are you doing this for? I was like, you don't fucking do it. I'll do it. 
never since that they left it to me. Boys are like, oh, striped up, lovely, innit? I was like, yeah, I wonder who did that. I was thinking, yeah, it's me. <laughs> Mad. It's funny. All right, I want to, I want to go back a little bit, okay? By the way, uh, the way your face lights up when you talk about crash, oh, mate, <laughs> is, I, I don't even want to talk about football anymore. I was thinking, I just want to keep talking about this fucking Fremo Fridays and stuff like that. When you, when you're talking about grass, your face lights up oh, so mate. much, right? It was the mowers that got me. Oh. This is so. I, we're going to talk about football now, but players you played with, all that kind of stuff. I guarantee you don't have this look in your face. No, mate. <laughs> no enjoyment from comes from it. <laughs> Um, no, obviously, listen, you've, you've had a very good career, Henry. Really, really good career. Um, on the bench for Arsenal at 15 years old, uh, playing in the end of the 21s. Um, I want to talk about some of the players that you played with um, in that 21 squad. Um, we've got the likes of Ross Barkley, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, Jordan Henderson, Craig Dawson. <laughs> Craig yes. Dawson. Oh, I've got a great story about Dawson. Oh, tell me the story about Dawson because we love Craig Dawson on this. I'm just going to name a few of us. Uh, Kieran Trippier, Wilfred Zaha. Um, tell me your Craig Dawson story. I, I love Dorse, right? But I was ruining one England trip. And I was like, oh, I just played a game or something like that. So a few cokes and that after me. He's on the waters and he's mm. so... It's stiff. Professional, yeah. <laughs> Woke up, looks like a bit of light's coming through the room. About six o'clock in the morning. Where's Dorse? Oh, he's not in his bed. You know, you have to share rooms and that. Look to the end of the bed. He's doing yoga and stretching. I'm like, oh, my door, it's six o'clock, mate. He's on his mat, mate, like down with Doc and that. And I'm like, oh, let's have a sip of my coat. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just like, this is so different, isn't it? <laughs> but fair play to him, mate. He's, been, he's done brilliant. Yeah, he's done brilliant. Well, I was, I've been with him for, what, for West Brom for the best part of six, yeah. seven, eight years. Watford for a year. I, I'm saying same as you, guy. mate. I Brilliant. absolutely love him. He's the tightest man in the world, right? <laughs> but he is the most dedicated professional I've ever yeah. seen in my life. He, he's the, like, you know, foam rollers, though. He'll take them everywhere with him. He'll take a foam <laughs> roller and, you know, the little balls that you stand <laughs> yeah, yeah, on yeah. and stuff like that. Like, for, for the arch of your foot. And he'll take them everywhere yeah. with him. Always on it. Never, you'd never touch a Coke. In, like, even coffee and stuff. You wouldn't drink, see him drinking coffee. It would just be water, pure That's water. That's mad, isn't it? We've been trying to, we've got this, like, ongoing joke where we call out Craig Dawson. Well, we used to. Every episode. <laughs> And it just became a bit of a joke. We had Robbie Williams on the podcast and we even got Robbie. He went, come on, Craig Dawson, you big time twat. Come on the podcast. Yeah, and I said to you the other day, actually, I said, do you reckon Craig will ever come on? And you were like, nope. No chance. He won't. He's horrible, man, though, isn't he? Horrible. Imagine playing against him. I'd hate it. Right. Some big studs in his big oh, cell. He's just yeah. got big bones, big thick bones. Like he'll just run through you. He's a horrible man. Um, all right. I want to take about then to sitting on the bench at uh, Arsenal at 15 years old. Can you remember back then? Can you remember what that was like at the time? Is this just was it something that was just like kind of yeah, this is what I do? No, it was a bit like I left school early, so I went full time. Yeah, they're not allowed to do that anymore, kids, are they? No, they're still in school, aren't they? Yeah, so they have to stay. But I left left school early and went in with a year above. Yeah, just being around it and like obviously training with the boys get better and then yeah. get pushed with the first team for the short or something like that. And then he was like, "You're traveling." I was like, "What?" Wow. This is Arson. Yeah. Big Arson saying that to you. You're travelling in the squad and then I was like, I was like go on then. I'll have a bit of this. I'll go see what it's like and that. And you baggy tracksuit on. You know, get on the bus. I'm like, what else is it? There's no way you would say it that quietly and timidly because I've seen oh. what you're like around football. No, right? no. You, you back were, then. Back then. I'd, was you just scared oh, to be around Mate, it? the big dogs, mate. I couldn't say boo to a goose yeah, yeah. there. No, obviously they, they were so good. Mate, growing up with them players and being around them was, yeah. was incredible. So 15 years old, you walk on the coach and there's Arsene Wenger sat at the front, Thierry Henry, Dennis Bergkamp. What is it? Would it have been over Mars? And... No, 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 no. Who is it? I can't think. 
trying to think. Was it Liverpool game we went up for? Liverpool, yeah, I think. Yeah, was yeah, it a six? Yeah. yeah, Baptista called a hat trick. Julio Baptiste. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, God, he was a little beast. That's a throwback for you, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I remember that guy. He's obviously scored a hat trick. I was like, one at Anfield, yeah. Oh, I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you know, we go a few goals up. I'm like, go on now, go on now. I fancy please, this. Please, please, just give me some a minute, <laughs> yeah, half a minute. Mate. But um, no, I was just being around. It was amazing. So you ain't even got school the next day, then, have you? No. Imagine that. Imagine you're 15. Oh, you've man. been on the bench for that, and you get to go school the next day. Just I got to be fair. I got slated for the for leaving school by all the teachers and that. Really slated. What? They wanted to stay. You'd stay in education. Yeah, for the, like, you never make it as a footballer. You know, one of them shots. Yeah, like, yeah. In front of the PE teacher, and that. I was like, mate. I've, Giving you everything for your school teams, like dragged you through like all the football tournaments, and, and they're, they're like, "Don't do it! You can't do it! You never make it! You need your education." I'm like, you know, you're a footballer in your edge, like, "Oh, I'm going to do this." Yeah. Like, that was my mentality, to be fair, and um, it was just funny because so I went back to school and I bought my first Bentley. <laughs> it's such a dickhead thing to do, but I was like, you know what, young like, <laughs> all right, Sarah, how are you? How old are you here at this point? I think it's when I moved to Forest. I've been like 21, 22. Mate, how, how much is insurance on a Bentley oh, when you're 21 mate. years old? I couldn't tell you, but my mum was fuming. Was <laughs> <laughs> she? She's like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know, new paycheck and all Bought that. A Bentley at 21. Right. And I was just like, oh, what am I doing? But they like, you realise that when you get older, like now I'm like, driving around a pickup and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need out, do you? No. That's what I'm I'm just like, happy. I think I've learned that more than anything. As you get older, you think, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't need any flashy nah. anything, do you? You want to say to all the young lads coming through, like, oh, don't waste your money. No, dad. I've got, I invested into a financial wealth company called Headway Wealth. And literally now, we had this chat the other day, the tap is off. Yeah, like that as you well. Got f- that money from football is not coming in I no know. more. And it's like, I can see why people get the situation, like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, just, if I was to go back now, I'd be like, invest it, invest it, invest yeah. it, save it, save it, save it, and make it work for you. Because as soon as you finish football, pew, so quick isn't it you just yes. like you say people you, you get almost get used to like that money just hitting your bank account every yeah. single month every single and then all of a sudden like you say when that tap turns up it's like well this isn't fair yeah <laughs> start eating into your savings yeah. like, this like, ain't fair no, we can't go and have a coffee darling <laughs> it's interesting to know funnily, we were talking about it on the on the train on the way yeah. down weren't we ben and it's obviously a lot of people listening will go well, if they play football for 10 15 20 years that, that of course they'll have money and it, it's different isn't it like you'll have investments and it's it's having liquid cash isn't it it's not something that if you've got an investment longer term investment you don't mm. want to be selling everything to have no. cash so it's not that obviously you guys are skin or anything it's a cash flow though isn't it it's having cash flow thing, yeah. money yeah. physical yeah. money actual yeah fluid cash kind of thing but the thing is, is footballers don't learn about money do they no chance the like the PFA or someone need to do something Have seriously to. about yeah, that. Without, I, I, I totally agree. There was kids like I was coming through with at Villa earning decent money, got no ISAs, got no savings, yeah. just living check to check. They got a bad boy Range Rover though, or a, a lovely, <laughs> <laughs> lovely house, lovely range, all the bags, all the gear. Scary, isn't it? No ISA, mate. mate. What are you doing? I'm just looking at this Arsenal team here. That when you actually made your debut, so your your debut was against Man City, I think. Couldn't tell you. I think it was. It was Man City. So in that team, we've got uh, Van Persie up top, Theo Walcott, um, Emmanuel Abue, Samir Nasri. Um, Samir Nasri, was he? Right. So, we could, I heard, I've heard so many things about him. So like, I, I asked Joe Hart about him. He tells me he's, the, he's one of his best mates. He's, he's the best. Sort of Lovely guy. And then other people say, like, nah, he's this, he's this, he's this. So can you set the record straight on him? And how much of a good player was he as well? Oh, by the way? mate, some player. Dangerously. Feet were dangerous. Yeah. yeah. But what a love, mate, lovely guy, lovely guy. 
But I can also see why people say that. You know, when you like see a footballer from don't know them, it's a bit like when I went to Villa, I was like, I always see Gabby out in the club and that. Yeah. And I was like, what a wanker. Like, <laughs> 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 and I ended up locking next to him. Mate, lovely one of man. the loveliest guys love I've ever you. met. Thick as shit, but oh, lovely. Brilliant, <laughs> mate. And now, like, love you, Gab, love you, Gab. You just see him, just see him, like, just getting people to wind people it's up. So good, it? Mate, it's brilliant. I mean, why are people just biting he back? He knows exactly what he's doing. Oh, oh, he no. does it, even like, on the radio now. Yeah. He's obviously not played football yeah, for a few no. years. You can see it's what just, he's doing. It's so good. Yeah, it's very good. What about the one player I need to ask you about? Because we had Rio in, and he said that. I asked him if there were any players at United that came into United and elevated the level, and he said Robin Van Persie. So, what what was he like as a player and to train with every day? Mate, he's finishing, fucking crazy. That left foot, you know, like he's got the mm. bowed leg as well. You yeah. know, he's just whipping everything. Dangerous, mate. Dangerous finisher. But nice that. guy as well. Really nice guy. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. And what was it like stepping up for training? In, in so obviously you've been there at the academy as a youngster. And um, Henry, other Henry, sorry, uh, manager, friend, colleague, Henry, said there was one little story that you've been called up to train with the first team. One of the first training sessions you've you've got stuck into Thierry. No, I, I slipped. And you know when you slip, you're going, ass, going in for a tackle. I, mean, I didn't want to touch him, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, you see, like, I think the gaffer put me right back. And uh, obviously they're doing attacking shape. You know, I used to cut in and all that stuff. So Seen him out there, they've hit the ball to him. Obviously, pick on the young youngster in the games and that. And I'm, I'm going to get him. I'm not going to get him, but I'm going to get close to him now and see if I can nick the ball. I'm steaming over, slipped, studs up, straight for him. Everyone's like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm sorry, sorry. That's sorry. But they're like, that? no, but they're like, after the session, Pat Rice is like, fucking love that. Yeah, I love that. that. I want yeah. to see that more from you. Yeah, right? and I was like, yeah, go on, Pat. Like, tell me again. I'll right, do it again as well. <laughs> right. Then I think I was like, back in the reses for a bit. Yeah, like, <laughs> um, in that U team that you were in at Arsenal, then what other players were coming up with you at the time? Uh, we had Wilsh, um, J. Emmanuel Thomas, yeah. Sanchez, Watt, uh, Craig Eastman, yeah, Jill Sanu, Francis Cochran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a good. Because um, so you, you're good chums with Kieran Gibbs, aren't you? Yeah, Gibbo's a year above us. Okay. But yeah, he's, he was supposed to be the best man at my wedding, but Phil never wouldn't let him have the time off to uh, come to the wedding when it was their break as well. So I was like, Gibbo, just fly over. So obviously he's, tw- he's a twin, isn't he? So yeah, his brother is best man. Yeah, like, yeah. It was on FaceTime like, at the wedding and that. And I was like, that's poor from you. But to be fair, he'd done a nice gesture. He'd give me his gap in Portugal as a wedding present for a week. So I was like, ah. Who, Kieran Gibbs did? Yeah. What a boy. I was like, cheers, mate. He's living life now, yeah. by the way. He's out in uh, Miami, isn't he? He has yeah. got it sorted, by the way. He's loving life, mate. But he's retired as well, isn't he? And he's doing yeah. the media now. Yeah. And he said, mate, he's loving it. I think a lot of players, when they retire from football, obviously you found your calling. I think you're mm. pretty confident you found your calling now. And this will be you pretty much for the rest yeah. of your life. Was there never any temptation to think about anything like coaching or even like media work or anything like that? No, like I did a little bit of coaching at Villa, but not coaching, but when I, they uh, when they pied me off at Villa, yeah. I went in with the 23s and um, I was with Georgie Boateng and he was like, oh, I do a bit with the lads, like give them experience, which yeah. was nice. But I was all right because I was getting in at 10 and leaving at one or two. Yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Whereas they're in at... 8.30, leaving. I mean. And I'm like, the hours don't work for me. Yeah, it's long, good old slog. Yeah. You know, coach, isn't it, yeah. nowadays? But I did enjoy, like, my cousin's a coach at Arsenal and I was, he's like, asking me questions. That I just, I like to help, Yeah, but I don't want to be there. Don't want to be in it. Yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not, I, for, I, haven't got, I haven't got the patience. Nah. 
I think some of these kids from come. It is different, isn't it? Some yeah. of the kids come through nowadays. They you can't you can't say anything yeah. to them nowadays. Mate, what I was saying like he was saying we can't shout at them, can't yeah, swear, nothing. I thought Steve, swear them, mate, right? Steve Bold and Neil Banfield, right, coming through at that age group. You needed that, mate. If you, you was gonna to make that. it in football, yes. you need a rocket up your ass. Damn right. Because I remember missing. Um, I think I was sixty or something. I played in the youth cup game and I missed the penalty. And everyone was like, oh, obviously got knocked out by Brentford down at Barnet, that Hund- Underhill. Yeah. And um, I thought, oh, no, he's going to batter me here. But he battered the old lot. Yeah. He was like, how are you lot letting a 16-year-old step up and take a penalty? So I was like, you know, the baggiest shirt's going. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. He was like, come up to me the next day. He's like, look, don't worry about it. You showed that you got a pair of yeah. balls to go and step up and take one. And then from then, it was like Steve Bold, like, if you can't head the ball, you head them. We'll, we'll sort it right out after and proper. it's like proper coaching yeah I know nowadays it's like oh nicey 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 do you think that's missing guys so massively then you kind massive. of you didn't really do the academy inside no. so did you so you went straight in at Stoke but the, the way that young players some of them are perceived nowadays you think surely that's partly to do with the, the lack of grounding soft mate yeah, yeah soft exactly, basically yeah. yeah so soft now even like injuries in that like I would know I wasn't the quickest but if I had a tight hamstring I'm still out there training, still out there playing. Nowadays, it's like, oh no, let's let's get you right. No feeling, yeah. like make sure you're so soft now. Well, they look at we we've said it before about the the way that they use stats now. So they they kind of they tell you how you're feeling. <laughs> yeah. So they don't even ask you anymore. Mm-hmm. They don't even ask you how you're feeling anymore. Now, if you've had two or three days really hard training, whatever, they'll come in. You're coming in the morning. I go, you're not training today. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not. Well, you've done already done too many runs and this and that and. I just want to go and play football. Yeah, sports science, isn't it? It's mad, isn't it? As much as I batter them, they are, they are good, but I, I hate all the numbers, mate. Yeah. Like, just let old school, just be like, look, feel all right, let's go and, Have and a train. Nice time. Yeah. Boys just want to play football. That's it, yeah. Surely it's, it's a blend of the two, right? Because obviously you, you have to have that from, from a performance point of view. But but like you said, if, if you, I just want to go out and play, then it's you might have had a good day training the day before. It might be just good for you in your head. You go, I just want to go out and play but football today. And if you're being dragged away, no, it's, it's not like I say, that just that's just part of it. But it's like it's everything. Everything's just gotten so much more softer. So like say with injuries, like nowadays the lads, it's like because there's so much pressure attached to being a footballer, isn't there? Mm. I feel for young lads a little bit in yeah. that way. That's mm. probably the only thing I do feel for them with is is that side of it. But that it's like sometimes they're looking for an injury. Or they're looking for a, a, a yeah. coach or a physio or something to pull them out because they don't want to be exposed to that kind of pressure. But I, I, listen, I don't get me wrong. I'm all for it. Like the mental health side, I'm all for it. And you need to do work and you need to help people as much as you can. But there also still has to be an element of, come on, we've just got to get through this. Yeah, yeah. you just got to strap yourself in, and we just got to but get through this. If you're not this. getting that at a young age, like you, like you said there, if you're at, at 16, 17, and you're not never been shouted at. And you've never been sworn at, you know, mm. get your fucking act together or whatever. Yeah. Then when you do have those moments of adversity, surely they'd be like, I don't know how to deal with this. Yeah. And then is that not where you go crying off, looking looking, looking for, for an injury. out? Yeah, looking for an injury. You'd have seen it yourself. Yeah. You'd seen so many players, wouldn't you? And you, you don't, I'm not going to, I ain't naming names or anything like that, mm. but you do, you see it. You see play. you know the players, don't you? Yeah. That, uh, think you're, you're thinking you watch, he's going to come off in a minute or you watch, he won't be playing the next game because yeah. it's a big match or something. Well, you, you see it like on the Friday, didn't you? It's like, oh. Friday's the easiest session in the world, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Going, boxes, little game, then you're done. It's yeah. like someone coming off. To, ah. 
My hammy's a bit tired. Mate, a bit some tired. people, like... some people even get it in in the morning. Do you know, like when you get in the changing rooms in the morning, they try to sort of like they'll drop it in amongst a little group and go, "Hammy's a bit tight today. I don't mm. know what that is." Won't say anything else. Get out on the training pitch and then you yeah. see him limping in. Yeah. You think you weasel. Yeah, right. Finished, finished the warm up. Then like, uh... but like nowadays, they've got all the iPads, didn't they? You go and you do your score. Like yeah. how you feeling? How you, that. Feeling, yeah, you see, like someone put it in the red and that, and it comes off on their sheet and see the sports science walk. Oh, you're a bit tight. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, like, I don't know if it was the gym or if I pulled something. You know, I don't want to say something, but I always say <laughs> I get bad for it. I'm getting the gauge that you're probably from the old school. You're a bit more like me. Like, no, listen, I don't need to tell you. Just ask me how I feel. Yeah. yeah and I'll tell you. I'm absolutely fine. I'm going to train. Okay. Don't even worry about it. All right. Villa. So you mentioned Villa a minute ago. Um, you actually said, tied me off. I want to know about this. Because uh, you signed four-year deal at Aston Villa. Yeah, four-year deal at Villa. Um, I went in uh, off the back of a hire. Yeah. And then... Um, it just didn't really work out for me, really. I tried to get a run of games in, started off well, picked up an injury, floated in and out, picked up another injury, and I just couldn't get going. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like, come on, like, club's amazing. Yeah. Like, well, I want to be, I want to be able to perform on this. How big is that club, by the way? Mate, it's, 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 until you're in it, you don't, you don't realize. Walk through this, like, obviously this, the training ground. I was like, wow, like, I feel like I'm back at yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. And uh, it just didn't really work out for me, which I was gutted about because obviously the fans were amazing, like full atmosphere. And um, it come to a point where I think it was Dean Smith and they brought in a few new guys like behind the scenes and that. And uh, one of them pulled me and he was like, yeah, we're not putting you in the squad this year. So oh. I was injured as well. Yeah, so I was yeah. a bit like, all right, right, fair enough. The 25 like, man squad basically. Yeah. yeah. So I thought, all right, fair enough. Like I'll look for, I'll look for a loan or something like that. Nothing happened. So I was like, oh, still in the changing room. Yeah. And then it um, come down to like, oh, you can't train with us now. I was like, I went to the gaffer. I said, what, can't train with you. He's like, oh, it's coming from above. I was like, one, I ain't a dickhead. Yeah. Two, I never fuck off training. And I'm like, who's calling this? Yeah. And he was like, I'll go next door and see him. Straight next door. I said, you take the piss. Oh, I don't know why I'm whispering. I said, you, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you take the piss. I've not once fucked off a training session. All right, I've been injured, yeah, yeah. but I worked my nuts off to get back. I'm not like that type of person that will change a change room I like, I like to up, yeah, lift it yeah, like yeah. a bit of a joker like try and keep team spirit done with the 23s he's like oh we're going to pay you up as well and obviously like the pay up's like I'll give 25% I went I said what I said no you well, lot signed me a year left here yeah wow I said you lot signed me on this deal it's not me like I'm said, I'm sorry for getting injured like can't help it but it's the way it is and um, who is this you talking to about it's like a chief exec Johan yeah some guy yeah. called Johan that okay. come in and uh He's like, I signed this and I'll help you find a club. I went, I signed that. You feed me to the Sharks, mate. mate. I'm out on my own. So I was like, no, don't worry. I'll, I'll go with the 23s. It's obviously old change room. Boys kicked up a bit of a fuss, to yeah, be fair. Yeah. Like JT was there. He was like, you know, I can't believe it. And then um, rid of 23s. But that's where I kind of found that side of helping the younger boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, when are you up there? Fucking enjoy it. Go and get stuck in. Like, and there was obviously Ramsey coming through and his brother. Yeah. And uh, Jaden. So they had a good bunch of lads, but a few of them were a little bit cocky and that. And I was yeah. like, all right. So in training, I started smashing a few of them. <laughs> Georgie Bartos like, yeah, that's what we need. That's what we need. <laughs> and I was like, that's what you're going to get up there, mate. Like, Damn right don't, as well. Don't think it's all nicey-nicey here. Like, no have a game on a Saturday, lose. All right, we've got another game next week. It's not like that up there, mate. Like, it matters. Yeah. Matter. It proper matters. So it was, um, it was a bit of an eye-opener, but I enjoyed it, to be fair. So 
thanks for Johan for letting me enjoy like yeah. being around this the is, young lads this, and helping it. Like this is the side I try of football, to make it. People don't see this side of football. Yeah, people are always no. on about like loyalty in football mm. and stuff like that. Oh, mate, there's no loyalty, there, mate. Of course there isn't. They don't see the side that go on here. And this happens, by the way. Every <laughs> single football club, every single yeah. season, this happens. By the way, doesn't yeah. it? You'll see a player not in the squad and gets binned off, mate. But they. I was like, obviously quite. Be, I'm being quite business minded now, so I was like, well, in business, you uh, have a contract. You tell me to pay this much. Yeah, I'll have to pay that much. Yeah. So here's my contract. You want me out? Pay that pay much. The contract. It's fair enough. Right. I think this is the side that, that the fans will sometimes say, oh, what, surely he just wants to play, or mm. um, why is why is he being difficult? And it's like you've done nothing, nothing. wrong. Yeah. They've bombed you off into the 23s and you go, well, well, why wouldn't you? Like you said, it's a contract. But it's football, it's amazing. Do you know, what? when I look back at it now, it's one man's opinion yeah. oh, can ruin your life. Yeah, it's true. When it you is. think of it like that, I'm like, now I'm free. I'm like, I'm rolling, rolling the roost. Yeah. I'm like, but one man can change any kid's outcome true. in football. Yeah. That's why you always get players when they've like retired or later on say, I hated him as a manager or yeah. I loved him as a manager. And it will all be down to what that manager thought of that player. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You'd like to think that if you're a good guy, like, like to yeah. think I'm a good guy, you think you're a good guy, you think that even though you might not be the player that they might want, they'd still treat they'd you respect, right though. Yeah. They'd respect you and still that's, treat you that's right. That's all it is. Like, I love the boys at Villa. They yeah. were brilliant. But like, it started to fade out a bit. Like The old school like Huts and Mika was still yeah, there yeah. and Wheelow left. And I was a bit like, oh, it's like seeing me, Jack, John now, like little little group and that. It was just changing. I was like, you know, you'd get unhappy. I was like, all right. Let me just try and yeah. uplift it. And so, like, sometimes like, I'd have bant banter with a gaffer. Like, he'd come in a tracksuit. I was standing with heats in the gym, and uh, the gaffer walked in. I was like, he's all right, morning, morning. Like, where were you speaking to me? So I thought, I'll try and break the ice a bit. I was like, gaffer, I said, bins around the back, mate. <laughs> and the heats, yeah. If you could ask him, mate, he's like, that is the funniest thing. The gaffer's face went, like, dropped, and the heats is like, hit the deck crying. So, you guys had it together. I was like, oh, break the ice a bit, wouldn't it? It's Dean Smith. Yeah. <laughs> and he's laughing. Like, Dean's a good friend of mine, and uh, always bump into him now. But, you know, I mean, like, where was I after? And we beat, he went to Norwich. That was at Luton, and we beat him down at their gap. I was like, fucking 1 0 to me. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was some good characters in that changing room, wasn't there? You said oh, about, yeah. um, oh. I've got to ask you one question. Mika Richards, Big Meeks, yeah. as he's known, self self known. <laughs> is he as energetic oh, in and around a football ground as he is on TV? It, it's just his laugh, isn't it? Yeah. You hear him from everywhere. Like he's a good friend of mine, like come to my wedding. And it was so random. And I was like coming up to my wedding venue and I see this music blaring. Sis, I walk around with swim shorts and his Big Meeks is up at the bar like <laughs> on his own, mate. He's turned up on his own. He's like, yeah, come on, mate, drink next to him. And just he started laughing, mate. And the whole pool was just looking at him, just having breakfast, laughing. And it's like, it's infectious. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, I just a vibe yeah. to have someone yeah. around like that. But it's good people. I like, I like getting off good people, like Hutz, Bunny, and um, just being around them Who's guys. Bunny? And Mark Bun. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's a, he likes to think he's a North London boy, so he's like, oh, we stick together, but really he ain't. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you're London, we'll stick together, I'll look after you in the changing room. Jack Grealish, um, oh, you could mate. see this coming, couldn't you? You could yeah, see what Jack mate. Grealish was going to turn into, couldn't you? Hey, honestly, one of the best players I've ever seen train, play, and the one of the nicest kids yeah. you'll ever meet. Just normal. Mate, just, just a normal. normal lad from Brum. Yeah. He's, right, I, I surprised him in the summer 
I went out and saw him in uh, Ibiza with his mates. Nice. Just turned up like out of the blue, and um, he couldn't believe it. Like got off his bus, and I was like, "All right, mate." I just turned up, and he was like, "No way!" Like buzzing. Like it's just I love nice people. Yeah. And um, to see him doing so well, mate, is, is I'm so proud of him. Yeah, you can see this going. Um, I just quickly want to ask when when you got bombed out of squad at Villa, would you, were you, did you stay in the 13 change room or did they put you into no? The so, so I'd have to go down to the reses. What I'm saying, this is like just on a human level. Right? Yeah. What they don't realise what this does to you, it just yeah. absolutely kills you, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. But the thing is, like, I've been through quite a bit, so I'm like quite a positive person. So like for them to try and affect me, I was like, it's not, not going to affect me, like. Whatever you're trying to do, trying to force me out yeah. the door. But I saw like lads before were like, yeah, I'll sign and I'm out. Like, you're not going to play this year. So yeah. that was like, oh, I'll pay you up and get out. I was like, oh, fuck that. I'm right. sitting here, mate. I'll come with a smile on my face. Yeah, every, every day. And day, I yeah. said to him every day, I said, morning, morning, <laughs> yeah. how are you? You all right? Yeah. Like, even the staff, like, I'll, everyone around the training ground, I will know. And yeah. I will shake their hand. I'll say, good morning. Yeah. And even to Johan that was trying to really force me out, it's like, morning, Johan, how are you? Yeah, and he sense. wouldn't give me nothing back. And I was like, to make the end of the day, we're human. Like yeah. we're gonna have exchange words because we've got different opinion on it. But you can't get me down, mate. I'm just no too happy. Chance. Kill him with kindness, mate. Yeah, it's Kill the best way. Yeah, it's the best way. Just keep smiling. We we had a few of these at Watford. What you've told us there, and um, I used to say to him, I was like, no, mate, don't sign anything. Like you've got mm. another year, two years left. Yeah, come in every day, smile your head off, right? Mm. And like literally make a point of smiling at the main guy, smile at the second yeah. main guy, third main guy, the chef. Everybody the same. Good morning, yeah. everybody. Bowl in, bowl out. Do what you need to do. Thank you very much. Mm. They'll put that money in your bank account every mm. single month. There's nothing else they, they can do can't about do it. it. No. That's it. Sweet as a nut. Um, would you say Nottingham Forest is probably the team you're best known for? Yeah, I would think so. Um, it was a great... I, enjoyed, I really enjoyed it. What yeah. a city. What a place. Yeah. Fans are unbelievable. And I'm so happy for them now because they deserve to be there. Yeah. It was a bit of a weird spell. Like obviously the, the ownership, the fans weren't happy with the ownership at the time. They said a lot of the comments were like he's playing football manager, but in real yeah. life, do you know what I mean? And um, but no, we had a great squad there. And uh, I think at one time we got top at Christmas, buzzing off all the bonuses, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. a few of us got injured. It went back down here, and we was like, oh, that was our year to do it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Had big Mikel up top, British Umbelonga. Yeah. And it was dangerous, like, you know, playing behind them two, you know, balls going up to it, drop down, there you go, you go feed it, and then <laughs> if you're in trouble, tee over the top, because a mix is just going to fly onto it. Yeah. But no, some some good times up there. It's nice to see them doing well now, to be fair, because yeah. I think that first, obviously last season, everybody's saying about, obviously, all the players, the influx and all that kind of stuff, yeah. and he's kind of steadied the, the ship, ship, didn't he? Yeah. He's started to offload a few that he knows ain't going to be part of his plans now, and even the start they've had to this season kind of thing. Um, you can see that he's found a way at least, aren't they? Yeah, they've got something about them, haven't they? Like, yeah. They look, they look like a premiership team now. Yeah, damn right. And you well. mentioned about, uh, obviously, your attitude at Villa mm. was kind of almost like, fuck them, I'll come in, do my job, I'll smile, yeah. and, and every morning do that. And you said you've had some tough times. Now, at Forest, you were diagnosed with testicular cancer, weren't you? Yeah. Um, I guess that just puts everything into perspective. How, oh, how was that time for you? It was crazy because I was about to go on holiday and I was obviously like feeling my nuts and that. And I was like, I've got this lump. I didn't tell everyone for months and I was like, oh, I can't go away with this because it'd be playing in my mind. So I went down to the local hospital just to see if I could get a scan and get it checked out. Did you at the club? No, no, not at the time. And they was like, no, it was a three week, four week wait. I was like, I oh, can't do that. So I had to call someone at the club. And then called someone at the club. They was like, right, jump over to Bushy. Now cricket is in yeah, football. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, bosh, jump over to Bushy Spires and go and see someone there. Went in and um, got it all checked out and that. He was like, all right, we're going to have to take it out. So I was like, all right, cool, no worries. He's 
got in my car, jumped off, got a phone call. She said, go and pack a bag, you're going back in tonight. Wow. So I was like, oh, fuck, you know, obviously got home, obviously I had to tell the family what was happening. And he was like, why haven't you told us? I'm like, just, just going to get on with it. It's yeah. kind of personal. I'm like, just let me deal with it. And uh, obviously had it out and then obviously woke up in the morning, Gibbo's by my bedside. Aww. And he's like, mate, he's like, one that wonder, come on. Like <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fucking, here we go. Do you know what I mean? I'm just going to get battered now. <laughs> but no, he's been in overdrive. So obviously had the kids after that and it's working hard and the other one's on its own now, working, <laughs> working double hard. Working his socks up here. One that wonder. But actually, you see when I scored against, um, I scored against Villa for Forest. And obviously, I was after I had my operation. Yeah. And I was like that. Because Gibbo used to say, oh, look, so when you get hard on, you, you can't do that. No, I was like, mate, I, was, I said to him, oh, is he going to drop? He's going to drop. And he's like, mm, I don't know, because obviously tied it in there. Yeah, and I put yeah. a fake one in. And um, he's like, I don't know. So I was like, Gibbo, mate, he ain't, he ain't dropping. He ain't dropping. <laughs> he's like, got to do that now. So when I scored, I did that. And he was just cracking up. Is that what they do? They put a fake one in? Yeah. Right, they said you can either have it empty or I said, I don't know, I need another one. Yeah, in I don't want a little empty yeah. sack, just sort of like skin it. I say it's, it's my party trick now, isn't it? Like, go on, babe, go on, have a yeah. go on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ping pong ball in there. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's speaking, I love the way you speak about it, but it's like, I almost don't want to care. I'll hand no, it to you, obviously, you're positive about it's, it. Yeah, it's a serious thing. It puts life in perspective. So, like, now I'm literally living every minute as it is. So like obviously a few of the boys going to Brazil and uh there was like, oh, Henry for example said, Oh fancy it. And I was like, Oh, is it boys trip or is it couples? <laughs> it's like, how am I gonna drop this in? <laughs> I was like, babe, boys going to Brazil uh, for carnival and do you mind? <laughs> She's like, Some boys trip. Oh mate. I know I've got called up That's on ridiculous, it. Ridiculous, yeah. So like but no, I've never had the chance to go, would I, if I was playing and like, so it's like oh, there's so much I wanna do now. Yeah. So I wanna do all the carnivals and uh, I was like, Brazil's a Boys trip only though, babe. Like, do, do you mind? And she's like, if you think it's the right thing to do, then do it. Oh, no, <laughs> I it uh, yeah, yeah, I think it is, babe. But she was like, she gave me five passes, like since I retired, so she got got a year to get him in. Oh, damn so, right so, then. Yeah. So I did IB for with Jack, yeah. and then obviously going to do this one. I was going to pop out to Miami to see Gibbo. Oh, mate. So I want to do like the F ones and yeah, just enjoy. That's enjoy what I mean. Life, the world's mate. your oyster now, mate. That's oh. what I mean. There's no. Weekends ain't a thing anymore. You ain't got to worry mm. about staying in an hotel on a Friday night. You ain't got to be travelling up and down the motorway. Do you know what? I wish I was though, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hard over the kids, mate. Yeah. There's a lot to be said for yeah, that little one night in the hotel. Do you find that a, a transition, like almost being, you know, dad at home all the time? Was that an adjustment period for you? Yeah, because I've never really been like popping in and out, like yeah. be with the kids and then you're back off in your training and... But no, mate, it's hard. Like, she's got the routine down to a T. And I'm like, I'm just trying to fit in her routine. I do say it wrong. What are you doing that for? Get out of the It's not how it works. I'm like, what do I do? She's, I'm like, just write me a list. Because this is what I know. Write me a list of what you want me to do. Yeah. What time they do it. And she's like, all right, here you go. It's up there. I'm like, right, feed the kids at 8.30. Get the shoes on. Get in the car. <laughs> but it's fine. I enjoy it now. School runs are brilliant. Get the tunes on. Have a laugh. But it's um, nice. Real eye opener. You don't you don't miss football one little bit, do you? No, I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> it's a shame to say because it's given me so much, but I think with the time, the transition, and now my head's busy with other stuff. Yeah, I haven't yeah, had the yeah. I haven't had the chance to miss it. Yeah, really. So that's probably a good. A good yeah, damn right as well. And I want to talk about Luton as well. Um, obviously, you were there last season. Mm. When the season starts, like Luton for me, out, out of nowhere, that's where they came last year, out of absolutely nowhere, ended up with the promotion. You were part of everything. You were there with the lads. Um, 
Did that surprise you with 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 what you would have expected at the start of last season? No, I could tell you that. Really? No, we knew it was going to go up. Wow. Because obviously the year before we got to the playoff, yeah. didn't we? We lost to Huddersfield. And um, it was like the group of boys, mate. Like, they are like the old school group of boys. Yeah. Which is like, Animals, I was, I was like refreshed. Like, it was, give me a lift going back into football. Like, and it was like, right, training was fucking bang on. Yeah. It was like, win a game on a Saturday. Remember the old school, like, let's go have a few beers. Yeah. It was like that. Oh. And you get 12, 15 of them every time that oh, was called on. Solid score. And right. it's like, yeah, decent. Like, and then Christmas dues are decent. Like, it was so refreshing yeah. to be in a squad like that. Because, you know, like nowadays it's like bitty, bitty, bitty. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Everyone's a bit clicky, aren't they? Um, but that, that group, mate, they deserve it so much. Honestly, it was probably my favourite promotion. Favourite dressing room, favourite team that you've been part of. Do you know what? Um, of course, like, go on. I wouldn't say favourite team because yeah. I've been in some, but like they were, the, going up was the best feeling like for them, like not just myself, yeah, but like yeah, to yeah. see them like come so far and they deserve it to be first. The way right? they did it as well. We actually, funny, we had we did a podcast yesterday with uh, Ben Wilson, the Cov City goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, and he's obviously got a different story to tell because going up through the playoffs, for me, if you can guarantee it, is the oh. best way of getting promoted. It is mm. the biggest the biggest buzz ever. 46 games, two semi-final, and then to go up in the final on penalties must have been the biggest kind of like, oh, Thank God for that. Yeah. Whereas he sits on the other side and he's like, God's sake. And every penalty as well was just like, side net, side net, side net. It was some standard, wasn't it? <laughs> it was unbelievable. Was like, oh. When it gets to sudden death in them, like, I was standing on the side, like, I was like, oh my God. Like, first half, I couldn't watch. Yeah. I had to go inside. <laughs> I was literally in the change room. I was like, come on, please just let them do it. Let them be <laughs> obviously, we went one up. I was like, oh my God, we're going to do it. And then we get to the penalty, you're like, oh no. It's like, Twitchy bum time, yeah, it? can go any way, can't it? Simple as that. And for the lad to miss the penalty, mate. Oh, oh. brutal. You could tell as well. You knew, but you, you know, know you know someone's going you at you like, he ain't yeah. scoring here. I was, I was like, I'm not just like, he ain't scoring here. It's just body language, isn't it? Mate, you can tell when up. somebody walks up. Just to see the faces, mate, of all the boys, yeah. like the relief that's come through it. Yeah. But now, mate, they're up there. They're going to find it tough, but yeah. they need to find a way. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think of Luton this season? Because there's so many people. Like, listen, there's you know it's going to be tough, right? It is yeah. because for, for any for any any club that can get from non-league up to up to the Premier League in what? How many seasons was it? Wasn't it six or six? Yeah, it was something yeah, ridiculous. Like yeah. Yeah. It's it's such a drastic change, and then I think that's it. it the league two, nationally to League Two, to League One, even to the championship. Yeah, don't get me wrong, you need to invest and you need to bring mm. quality players and stuff. But then that step from the championship right. up to there, it is it's a different game, isn't it? It's a whole different ball game, mate. The, the type of player, you're not getting an average player. No, there's none. none. Everyone's rapid. Everyone's, Everyone's rapid, powerful. everyone's good on the ball. Yeah. And I said to her, I said, all you gotta do is just stick together. You have to stick yeah. together. Don't let your reds go down. Because you know they're good players. Yeah. But like obviously, I watched the game against Fulham, and they had chances. Yeah. If if they take their chances, they've got a chance. Yeah. But they they can't afford to make mistakes. Yeah, it's the way it goes, though, isn't it? Mate, you, you, you know, when you're at the top, out. you make one mistake, punished. <laughs> you're like, oh that, my that god. That for me is the big difference in that league, yeah. in the Prem. Is yeah. if you make a mistake in the Prem, it's game over. It's that they're scoring. It is as simple as that. So mm. yeah, it's going to be tough for them. But you know, like I agree with you, mate. They've just got to stick together. Everybody stick together. You know, you're going to get pumped some weeks. Yeah. You know it for sure. That's fine. Mm. It is what it is. But just try and stick together, lads. Yeah, I think at home, home is at home's their best chance. The fans need to make it like a fortress. Yeah, horrible. Just fortress. be horrible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, You've walked in there. <laughs> yeah, ain't a nice place to Horrible, play. Horrible, mate. Horrible. And it, to be fair, that won us most of our games at home yeah. last year. People were turning up and you're like, what the f- is this? Yeah. 
go in the changing rooms and it smells of piss. Mate, and... we, we, we played there in COVID once, right? Watford, we played in COVID and we got changed in like a boardroom or something, yeah? Horrible yeah. boardroom. We walked past four like abandoned little bars. <laughs> like, you know, like shitty little bars that have just been forgotten and like we had to walk through these corridors, ceilings, you're banging your head on it and stuff like that. It is proper mm. old school, isn't it? It's, but that's that, they that's have... the beauty of it. Yeah, mate. And like the fans are literally two yards yeah. away from you. On you. And it's not like the big, beautiful stadiums, mate. You're going there and you know if you don't turn up, you're getting turned Damn over. Damn right as well. I don't even want them to... I don't... Do not do any work for them on that pitch, please. Do not do any work for them on that pitch. I want them to make that pitch as horrible oh. as it always has been because that has always been an horrible, bobbly pitch to play on. And it's yeah. miserable, isn't it? You can't play yeah. no nice football on it. No. They're trying to make it better. Um, I went down the other day. I said, you know, lads, yeah. there's bits of it like weren't grown in yet because I had to reseed it. Obviously, back to the grass. The enjoyable part. <laughs> um, no, they had to reseed it all, but they still had work going on. Obviously, building new stadiums, speaking to the groundsman, there's oil all over the pitch. Shut He's up. like, mate, like, what are we supposed to do? And uh, But no, they're getting there. They've, they said it looks better now. Yeah, no, leave them to it, mate. Leave all the misery on it, mate. I don't want it to be nice <laughs> and shiny. You're just playing to the rest of the Prem there. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? If Man City turn up and they've got a bobbly the pitch, pitch, that's a, yeah. that's the biggest leveller you but can get. But that's the thing you it? see in the cup games, didn't you? Yeah. You see when the boys, big boys go down to the smaller teams and the pitch is horrendous. <laughs> like a touch tackle's coming in. Leveller, mate. Minutes. It's the best leveller ever, honestly. A pitch. Bad weather or a bad, bad pitch is the best leveller you can have. Happy days, yeah. Happy days. Happy days. Right, we've got to talk about promotion. Obviously, we've talked about it with Luton, but you are a bit of a promotion specialist, aren't you? <laughs> so four times, is that right? Oh. West Ham, Norwich, Villa, Luton. Um, what's what's the secret sauce to getting promoted out of the champo? Oh, I think it's just having a good group of lads. Yeah. It's half a battle, isn't it? Turning up Saturday, Tuesday, and just turning up and turning out. To be fair, I've been in some good teams. There's good players in them teams. Um but no, I was just quite a lucky charm, weren't I? Or a bit lucky and just keep making a move to a decent decent champ team that would come down and uh, want to go straight back up. I think it, I think I agree with you. I think it's just down to the lads, pure lads. Oh, I, yeah. I remember getting relegated with Watford and all the, like, you, you can see it straight away, the ones that want it and the ones that don't want it. Because like you say there, championships, tough league, it's Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, that's the way that it goes. And you need to know that every single player on the, in that team is going to go, yeah, cool, I don't care about travelling on a Monday mm. night away to frigging wherever away, Blackburn away, and it's going to be windy and horrible and like that. When you, you get a load of players that play in the Premier League, some of them are like, no, I don't want to do that. I just want to get a move again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to do that kind of thing. So I think for me, that's it. The, the secret recipe is just pure good lads. Yeah. Just have pure good lads, isn't it? Can't yeah. be underestimated, can it? So you talk about like nights out and stuff. And we were talking earlier on about like the um, sports scientists and stuff. But at some point, the clubs, and um, I think they undervalue the, 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 the importance of like team morale. And do you yeah. know what? When you go out with the lads and you have a few beers and stories are told yeah. and stuff, it brings it brings the team together, right? That's the thing. You'll go and fight for your mate like yeah. that next week, knowing you've had a beer with him, you've had a laugh with him, and he's going to have your back because you've been trying to find a taxi at three o'clock walking around London. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, you're like, he was with me now. I'm going to be with him on Tuesday night. He's just soak away. And it's like, but it's, it was good, though, because even when I did sign for Luton, I went to meet Nathan Jones, and he was like, there's one thing I do not do here. I don't sign dickheads. I don't sign wankers. So you're a dickhead or a wanker? <laughs> I said, I can be if you want me to be. <laughs> but no, I was like, perfect. It suits me down to T, just hard grafters and just love every minute of it. I love that. Um, mentioned Nathan Jones. I want to talk about a few of your managers you've played yeah. for, actually, because we've actually shared one or two, I think. Um, Nathan Jones, though. Give me Nathan Jones, because he gets a bit of a bad rep, you know. Yeah, but you know what? He was brilliant. With me, he was brilliant. He was, He's tactically bang on it, mate. Yeah. Like, he will not miss a detail. Him and his team would not miss a detail out. 
and they would know how to beat teams. He had his way of playing, and he'd give us their weaknesses, and do you know what? It worked. And he was so thorough, like training was, he was on it. Him and Chrissy Cohen, mate, no slacking whatsoever. Was I, I had a story, please tell me this is a true story, <laughs> about um, a table tennis table. Is this true? I heard that all the lads were, used to, there used to be such a competitive school on the table tennis table, yeah, that people were sort of almost being late for training. They would have been in the changing rooms or whatever, or they're playing on table tennis and people are coming out in dribs and drabs late for oh, training. I think that was a year before me. And he's lost his head with it, took it outside and burnt it because he was fuming. I, I couldn't, I can see where it's come from. It's probably true. Yeah. Being nice, yeah. Give us a few of the managers we might have. Right, okay. So the the manager you did share, um, one of your favourites, Ben, I believe, was Nigel Pearson. Oh, oh what a guy. Give me big nice. Oh, I'm so glad you I said I was at Scully, mate. Right everyone says said, it. If you'd have said, said, oh, what a dick, <laughs> I'd have been fuming <laughs> then because I buzzed <laughs> off Have you ever heard anyone say that? Nobody ever no. in the history of ever has ever said a bad word about him, I promise you. You can't. He was so, he's just so happy, isn't he? He's so good, isn't he? Right, he was brilliant. But was he uh, a physio before he went into... I don't know. He was a physio before he took the Scully job. Shut up. What's with you? Didn't know that. I didn't know this. I'm sure it was. Google it. I think he was a physio before he took the job. No. He, he was brilliant, though. I loved him. Yeah. He's really good. How um how much of a powerful talker is he? Oh, you know right. when he gets the team in like a team meeting or whatever and he just opens his mouth? Yeah. It's like he's got you in his hand and you're there. Just like that, aren't you? Yeah, and and you're just looking at him yeah. like, oh, yeah, go on, yeah. yeah. You're just nodding your head with him, aren't you? I know, yeah. <laughs> no, he was good. I really enjoyed it. it was, that was my first loan spell at Scunthorpe. So I was like, obviously driving up there from Arsenal. Yeah. I was like, where the fuck am I going? <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Mate, training in farmer's shed when it was pissing down, rats running across the thing. I was like, this ain't London, Coney. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, but the lads there are brilliant as well. We got promoted there from League One to the Championship as well. Have you heard his Mad Wolf story that he told once? No. True story, right? He did an interview, Nigel Pearson, and said he was out trekking or something. He was on holiday or whatever, and um, he got attacked by a pack of wolves. <laughs> what? Do you know what? Sorry, I thought you said Nigel Atkins. Sorry. Are you on someone else? What about Nigel Pearson here? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Big Nigel. What a guy. <laughs> no, even better guy. <laughs> oh, where have I gone there? <laughs> No, yeah. Nigel Atkins was a physio. He was. I was thinking, I didn't was, even yeah, know he was at Scunthorpe. Yeah, yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> so we've had a five minute conversation about Nigel Atkins and Nigel Pearson, and it's two oh, different blokes. Right. Sorry, I apologise. <laughs> yeah. where, where was you at with uh, Bristol City? You Bristol, were with Nigel Pearson. Yeah, he was, he was good, man. He'd come in, and uh, I actually gave him one of my tracksuits because he was like, I used to dress a bit Larry. He was like, I'll have one of them. I said, all right. One. He still wears it in now. Oh, but I, used to, I, I did hear the story about that. And we all like, used to howl at him and that. Didn't we? <laughs> 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 Wait, so he got attacked by a pack of wolves. <laughs> he, said, he said he punched him and he like, punched you him, hear yeah. people just add a bit on, didn't you? Every yeah. time he's like, oh, you whacked him down a straight down. Like yeah. <laughs> I don't. I actually don't doubt it with Nigel Pearson. <laughs> Wait, what a guy though. In his office, he's got a little bonsai tree as yeah, well. Yeah, also, he's brilliant. Uh, I, really I took him a it. bottle of whiskey in one morning. Like we, he was our manager at Watford in COVID time. Mm. I bought, took him because he was. He always used to talk about like that was fake. So I took him one in because he. I think he gave me a couple of days off extra or something. So I was like, ah, cheers, really appreciate that. And he was like, wait, wait, wait. Opened it. <laughs> it was like at eight thirty in the morning. Poured himself. Cheers for this. What a boy. Love that mate. What a yeah. class guy. Fantastic, oh, fantastic. Right, um, another manager we wanted to speak about. How was Steve Bruce for you? Oh, Brucey. Yeah, Bruce was really good. I loved him. He was uh, obviously took me to Villa. Um, got on well with him. Still see him, you know. You go Portugal. Yeah. Bruce is always, always there, there. And yeah. uh, 
always bump into him. No, really enjoyed time with him. Um, obviously, his staff obviously had a great team as well. Obviously, brought Snods in. Yeah, oh, mate, what a guy! I need to get. We need to get you him need on the podcast. Oh. By the way, we need to get him on the podcast. No, he don't because you won't get a word. That's good. Though. That's <laughs> what we They're the best. Podcast, He's a hundred so miles an hour, mate. He calls me now, right? And I'm I'm in the garden. And that. He's like, the fuck are you doing? Oh, I'm in the garden. And Snods, I'll call you back. He's like, no, 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 no. Who's this? And I would just babble on for about 45 minutes and I'll leave him on the side and he'll still be talking, not looking at the camera. I'm like, all right, so I'll give you a buzz later. Yeah, he's like, all right, see you later. Like, this random guy oh, just mate, going he's, off on one. He's brilliant, though. Yeah, we're going to get him on. Yeah, but stories, stories for, yeah, stories for on, yeah. days, mate. Really? Yeah. I love this. Um, right, quick fires. We've got some quick fires for you, geese. Let's have a look. I'm not getting that he's going to want to answer any of these um, bucket list sporting event questions. If it was like a trade show... What's your favourite trade show in the world? (laughs) They they ain't paying me for that yet, so I can't really shout them out. Yeah, damn right. Yeah, come on, boys. Um, What is your bucket list sporting event as a fan? If you've got to go and watch one sporting event, one big something, what's it going to be? I think I'd like to do Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, decent. Okay. You're not playing much golf at the minute, are you? You're going to start it, though. I I, I did do a phase, but obviously obviously kids and that being home and that. Yeah. I will get back into it. Super Bowl. I'm happy with Super Bowl. Uh, Idol growing up. David Beckham. Oh, yeah. Mm. Bex, eh? Long hair, I remember. Yeah. I remember. Young, young Lansbury with that long hair. With that little Alice band in as well. <laughs> I like it. Um, uh, any phobias? Heights. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, secret talents? Mowing a decent stripe in the lawn. <laughs> that Not a secret anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised you didn't say football. <laughs> yeah. um, what would you say to a young Henry Lansbury? What would you say right now to a young Henry Lansbury? Just enjoy every moment of life. Yeah. And don't buy yourself a Bentley. Yeah. <laughs> Save as well. <laughs> um, if you could live a day in the life of anybody, absolutely anybody in the history of ever, who would it be? That's a tough one. It's a good question, that, isn't it? Wouldn't mind a bit of Denzel, you know? Yeah? Just see yeah, how it goes for a day. see how Denzel is for a day. I'd, um, I always say that I'd be Donald Trump for a day. Just oh, I'd, I'd, I'd have a good banter that mate, would be, On I'd his get, Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of golf. I'd put a few tweets yeah. out. I'd manipulate the market or something, make shit loads of money. <laughs> I'd find out about the aliens and stuff. That's what I'd do. Yeah. Well, that's a good one, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, best player you've ever played with? Oh. God, it's a nice question. This the best nice. player you've seen and gone—that's just different. Mate, there's two. There's Cesc Fabregas, yeah, and Jack Grealish. Oh, give me a, give me why? Why Cesc? Cesc was just up. growing up, like seeing him, he break defenses and carry the ball. Mate, <laughs> just the whole Spanish aura about him. You know what I mean? Come, you don't really see. You see a few Spanish lads come over and that, but when you step up, he was phenomenal, mate. Love that. I love that. Um, best player you played against? I said Gerard. Gerard, Gerard or Suarez? Because Suarez always used to drop deep. And you know, when you come into that pocket, yeah, I'm like, no. I said to her, we're coming against Liverpool. I was like, mate, chill out a bit. He's <laughs> <laughs> flying past me, aren't you, kid? I think, you know what? I don't think uh, Suarez gets mentioned enough when it comes to oh, like great. Premier League mm. proper, proper. Is he a great? He is, but the the, the problem is, is a lot of the UK say it's about longevity. Yeah. 
don't they? Because yeah, he maybe, was in here yeah. for 12 years. Or... A lot of it comes with a backlash of what he's done and all that. Yeah, yeah maybe, like, yeah. Fighting doesn't help no, your reputation. No, I don't think it <laughs> does. <enough>. But <laughs> I'm with you, mate. I, I, I remember playing against him the times that I did and I just think, oh, you're horrible. Yeah. You are, you're, you're yeah. unbelievable yeah. and you're okay, horrible. horrible. It's like the perfect black. I would love you on my team. Yeah. I would love yeah. you on my team. 100%. Suarez, I love you. Um, and then, um, if you're still at Luton and you're doing a quiz, a quiz right now, who is it that you would not like on your team? Which player is not going on your quiz team? Not going on my quiz team. Probably. Basically, which player are you dropping in it and saying, you're thick, you are? <laughs> I'm just, I know if I say his name, he's going to nibble me straight away. <laughs> Probably Pele. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Yeah, you're thick. Sorry, Pele, you're thick, mate. Mate, Henry, that was absolutely top class. No, thank, thank you, you very so much. much Thanks for having me, man. Really um, enjoyed it. I've got no worries that you know exactly what is planned out for the rest of your life. And I love it, mate. I'm here for it. <laughs> to see that glow on your face when we talk about that grass, that green stuff that grows, mate. It's thank world class. Thank you very class. much, mate. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming, mate. Up the podcast. Up the podcast. Up the podcast. Come on, boys. Cheers. Thank Thanks, everybody, for watching. We hope you enjoyed the latest episode of the podcast. Don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify. Up the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>